When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to Friend Crush. I'm your host, Amber Akilla. This is my podcast where I talk about stuff and things, cute, chaotic, and critical thinking. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, SoundCloud, <laughs> Twitter, Tumblr, all the things at Amber Akilla with um, varying degrees of activity on each platform. And the meme page for this podcast is at friend.crush on Instagram. Thank you to those who send feedback and questions and suggestions for podcast topics. I do apologize if you send me like a personal scenario and you want like a tailored kind of like advice or answer. It's really difficult for me to do those for everyone. So I just kind of like don't reply to those sorts of situations now. Um, But you are more than welcome to send like a topic suggestion for something that I can cover in a podcast episode and I'll do my best to like do that but yeah it's like I, I don't really have the capacity to reply to like individualized circumstances um I do have like a paid link in my direct me if you really 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 want an answer from me but even then like it's not really something that I'm trying to monetize right now but Thank you to anyone who has been sending feedback and I really appreciate your continued support. I hope everyone is doing well. I am so exhausted. I'm like on my period, went to bed at 7am on Friday. Yesterday was like such a write off. Today is Sunday. This week coming up, I have like four gigs, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. I go back to Australia for a bit. It's just a little bit overwhelming, isn't it? I have so many things to do. So um, we might have to go on another little breaky break, friend crush, for like a week or two. I'll have voice memo episodes, but main episodes, it might you might just need to give me like a little time to catch up because I think when this episode airs, it'll be like the week of like the hecticness. So yeah, thank you for your patience. <laughs> Um, today's episode is going to be about jealousy and envy. And I'm going to try and cover like when you're experiencing jealousy and envy and when you're on the receiving end of other people's jealousy and envy. Cause I feel like I've had, um, experiences with both sides 
Jealousy and envy is not something that I feel like I have an overwhelming issue with or that I've had an overwhelming issue with in my life just because I feel like I have anger issues more than I have jealousy issues. But I've worked through a lot of those anger issues in the last few years anyway, so we can cover that in another in another episode. Um, but yeah, the thing about jealousy is that it's a disease and it's literally like drinking poison and hoping someone else dies whenever you act on your jealousy or like from a jealous place you are always the person that loses unfortunately and the insidious thing about jealousy is that I think it kind of like attaches it's like an attack of your ego and then like you try to cope by like further identifying with your ego and your self-concept which is ultimately like a made-up thing in your head everyone has one but like the awareness of its existence is kind of what's important and then because you like spin this narrative in your head about this jealousy you're experiencing it can kind of like close your what this like term that I've been really obsessed with recently, I don't even know if I'm the one that made it up or if I just like saw it somewhere and have been running with it, but like your circle of awareness closes. Like for me, I would hope that I have my current circle of awareness and, you know, it expands and contracts in varying degrees. And my goal is to allow it to continue to expand, you know, or to at least have like elasticity with my circle of awareness, the boundaries of my circle of awareness you learn new things, you have new experiences that kind of add to your like little data collection of life and the dots that you can connect. Um, So when you're jealous to like a toxic degree, it kind of like, uh, it makes your circle of awareness very rigid and it makes it very difficult to expand. You know, instead of it being elastic, suddenly it's frozen and then everybody else moves on with their life and then you're stuck in this rigid circle of awareness and it can be really difficult to sort of loosen it again because it requires like a detachment from something that you've convinced yourself that you need to be attached to or like a wound that you've almost created for yourself in your mind and you've attributed it to somebody else uh who's like not actually responsible for that wound and yeah it's just like such a mind fuck so I think like learning to become aware of feelings of jealousy and envy is the first step being able to accept it like okay I'm feeling jealous I'm feeling envious like there's no shame around it because it's a normal human feeling it's not like I've never experienced jealousy or envy before but again like having an awareness of it being able to identify it accepting it radical acceptance and then choosing like the action that you take in response to it rather than just automatically being like I'm feeling this way and now I have to do something about it and I need to like blame this other person and I need to like you know just take it easy babe it's gonna be okay deep breaths in and out (laughs) okay so let's start with the definition envy versus jealousy I'm looking at a few online sources so the difference is that Okay, they're similar in the sense that jealousy and envy both involve a feeling of desire for what another person has, but jealousy is usually considered to be more negative, involving resentment towards the other person. Envy could also be considered a negative. I always say like negative, quote unquote, because I don't want to see everything in like positive versus negative. It's just like a little bit, it's not like good versus bad. It's just like uncomfortable versus comfortable feeling. So envy 
can be like an uncomfortable feeling, a mix of admiration and discontent, but it doesn't usually imply hostility. And the difference is that envy can be used as a noun and a verb. So another source says that jealousy is a common but complicated emotion. It's a combination of feeling insecure, overwhelmed, scared, and lost. Even though it is normal to feel jealous from time to time, in the long run, it can harm relationships. Common symptoms of jealousy include resentment, frustration, impatience, anger, and general unpleasantness identifying jealousy. So it can be hard to recognize and reconcile feelings of jealousy because you may feel justified in certain jealous reactions. Given the fact that jealousy is a vulnerable emotion that can trigger fears of abandonment, it can be tricky to discuss it. When you feel jealous, you may become more irritable. So try and calmly communicate. And it's important to remember that your feelings should always be handled with care. So speaking to a therapist to sort things out can help as well. What causes jealousy? Feelings of jealousy often come from extended periods of poor communication and low self-esteem. People with poor boundaries might experience jealousy and witnessing parents with poor boundaries usually reinforces maladaptive coping mechanisms. Because loneliness and other symptoms can manifest in jealousy, those with mental health issues can also be more prone. Children with anxious attachment styles who don't have great emotional regulation skills sometimes grow up to be jealous of others. However, jealousy can also show up in the wake of a partner spending time with someone who feels like a threat or situations where there is a new dynamic causing trust issues. Six types of jealousy. In addition to romantic jealousy, which may seem like the most obvious form of jealousy, there is also power jealousy, family jealousy, pathological jealousy, and more. Okay, I'm like learning new things. Six types of jealousy. The first type, romantic jealousy, based on real or imagined threats to a romantic relationship. There could be a history of infidelity or flirtations. However, this could be based solely on insecurities. Rational and reactive jealousy, based on something concrete, such as some kind of evidence, e.g. an incriminating text messages, that leads to doubts that are based in reality. Family jealousy, based on familial bonds, for example, it can come up when one sibling feels like the other is getting more attention. Sexual and suspicious jealousy, based on fears that a partner may have cheated or be engaged in inappropriate communication. Power jealousy, based on personal fears that come up at work or concerning your career. For example, this might occur when a colleague receives a promotion and you don't. Pathological jealousy, based on irrationality and likely comes from a comorbid mental health diagnosis. Jealousy versus envy. Jealousy and envy may have similarities. They're two different feelings. For one, envy can prompt personal change, whereas jealousy prompts anger and a lack of empathy. There are several different characteristics for each that help you differentiate. Traits of jealousy, fear-based, causes resentment, prompts anger and a lack of empathy, lack of self-esteem. Traits of envy, based on a desire to have something that doesn't belong to you or that you don't yet have, I would add, causes sadness, Um, And I would say maybe like insecurity or discomfort prompts personal change, or I would say it can develop from envy to jealousy and a lack of possession. So jealousy and mental health concerns, sometimes pervasive jealous feelings might be an indicator of a deeper issue related to your mental health, including PTSD and OCD. There are other mental health concerns that could be related to jealousy, such as depression, anxiety, attachment issues, paranoia, schizophrenia, and BPD. I'm just going to be talking about it in like a run of the mill way and any like serious mental health concerns that people have, I would recommend you see a expert slash specialist slash licensed practitioner. Okay. Complications of jealousy. 
Sometimes a little jealousy can be a wake-up call that you need to change something for the better. It could also be a reminder to appreciate the relationship more. That said, if it's persistent, jealousy can lead to all sorts of negative complications too. Here are nine complications of jealousy. A negative impact on a relationship, a breakup or a divorce, insomnia, panic attacks, headaches, chest pain, high blood pressure, stomach aches, weight changes, additional things that I can think of, wrinkles, general um, lack of vigor and vitality and a loss of the sparkle in your eye. (laughs) Five ways to cope with jealousy. It can be challenging to figure out how to deal with jealous feelings. So it's crucial to take back some control over to take back some control over and learn healthy ways to stop being jealous, like practicing gratitude, setting healthy expectations or talking to a therapist. Here are five ways to cope with jealousy. One, be open about your feelings. Having open, clear communication with your partner is a good way to engage them in the conversation. Speak with compassion and trust to help your partner feel comfortable sharing. So obviously this article is focused mainly, excuse me, on romantic jealousy, but I feel like there's so much jealousy that can arise from like friendships and work relationships. And that's kind of like where I've experienced it the most, not so much in romantic relationships, or at least like I've had partners that have gotten jealous about my relationship with other dudes or they've been suspicious or whatever, even though there's like nothing for them to base that on. But I don't find myself like necessarily that jealous of my partners and someone that they might know. And if I feel like I'm getting to that point with anyone, then I know that there's like something that needs to be addressed. But I think when it comes to being open about your feelings, you don't necessarily have to be open with the person about how you feel, but you need to at least be open with yourself about how you feel. Because not like when you are open with yourself about how you feel, sometimes you realize that your jealousy is not really based on anything real. And that's like this article is suggesting it's like a trigger for you to consider what changes you could be making, where you could be practicing more gratitude, how you could be redirecting your energy towards your goals, how you can redirect back to focusing on being hot and having fun because jealousy is like antithetical to being hot and having fun, you know? So it's normal to, no one is hot and having fun 24 seven, hundred percent of the time, not even me, but when you have like these triggers or indicators that you are no longer on the path of being hot and having fun, you can be gratitude. You can be grateful for the fact that it's redirecting you back to that, you know? So then you can also decide if you need to be communicating with your person or partner or friend or whoever that's creating this sense of jealousy. And that's maybe like a whole different topic in and of itself, but Yeah, I think the first thing is more about being open about your feelings to yourself because often we are carrying shame around the feeling of jealousy because maybe we feel like guilty for not appreciating the things that we have and suddenly wanting more um, without like having without feeling like we have any basis to demand that. And then I think um, when you're open with yourself about it and then you start expanding your circle of awareness and focusing on the things that you already have and recognizing that you are on your own path and you don't need to be comparing yourself and that these triggers allow what I always think is like if I'm feeling jealous or envious of someone I feel like okay they are giving me evidence that what I want is possible you know like even if I don't want the exact same thing as them it's like okay the fact that this person is doing that means that 
it's possible and that gives me something to work towards or that allows me to feel more confident in what I want to create and for me to take control of like my own journey you know so yeah be open about your feelings number two Take control of your fears. Insecurity is a major cause of jealous feelings, so taking time to work through these insecurities will only help you in the long term. Once you're aware of these insecurities and where they come from, you can always learn to cope with them. So, yeah, I think sometimes, like, underneath a lot of the discomfort that we feel, there is some kind of fear, fear that we're running out of time, fear that we're not going to be able to do what we want, fear of, like, limited resources, and that is normal. And I think it is also, like, deeply conditioned into us, especially, like, living working in a capitalist society there is this sort of feeling or sense that um you know it's a zero-sum game or there's only so much to go around but that's not actually the case when you expand your circle of awareness and you think about how you can achieve win-win and mutually beneficial situations experiences relationships that like Practicing that is how you start to quell fears of there not being enough for you. And it's like difficult to push through that mental barrier at first, I think, for a lot of people. But just shifting your point of view and your mindset a little bit, like bit by bit, can help you to manage those fears. Those fears don't necessarily go away overnight. So don't like get too caught up on thinking that, okay, you've become aware of a fear and it hasn't gone away like you do kind of need to learn to manage them um and focus your energy on what you can do and on like positive areas so that the fear starts to lose its power over you you're you're expanding your awareness you're expanding your experience towards what you really want and being able to find mutually beneficial experiences relationships situations and then the fear gets smaller and smaller to the point where it's like almost significant and it's much easier to deal with. Okay, number three, discuss and set expectations. Despite the absence of evidence, feelings of jealousy or reasons for jealousy may feel true to the person experiencing them. You have to build trust, set expectations in the relationship and have agreed upon ground rules. So this is obviously like more for romantic relationships, but I think a lot of the times like we just experience jealousy within ourselves Um and not really like directly as a result of anything that's happening in a relationship. I think a lot of jealousy also is triggered from social media and just like generally seeing anyone doing better than you when you don't feel like you're doing that well yourself. So being able to discuss and set expectations with yourself, like, okay, where am I at right now? Radical acceptance, even if you're not where you really want to be or where you think that you quote unquote should be, When you accept where you're at and all the steps that it took for you to get there, then you can set more realistic expectations for how you can achieve whatever it is you want to do next or how you can let go of having like very rigid expectations. And then again, open up your circle of awareness, allow for the things that you can't predict, allow for like the unknown to provide you with like answers or signs or experiences or connections that can facilitate you moving in a hot and having fun direction that can facilitate you being hot and having fun. Number four, engage in gratitude and mindfulness. Keeping a gratitude journal and practicing mindfulness meditation can help you center yourself and take back control of your emotions so that jealousy doesn't take over. So 
like practicing gratitude and mindfulness, bringing yourself back into the present moment and trying to detach from the feelings of envy or jealousy and anger and resentment and insecurity. It's like, okay, instead of being the storm, which is those like uncomfortable feelings, you're now in the eye of it. You're able to observe it from the ground and not get swept up in it. You know, you can navigate from the eye of the storm instead of becoming the storm or getting blown away, taken away with the storm. And yeah, like literally you can be grateful for the smallest things and build from there. Like when I was like super fucking depressed, I was like grateful that I was living at home with my mom and I, you know, didn't, wasn't getting kicked out or like I was able to have a shower today. I was able to like go out and get a coffee that was enjoyable today. Like just really little things relative to where you're at right now. Because I think that like, what's the saying? It's like, you can't, when you're practicing gratitude, you are like in sort of like a receiving mode. You're like, okay, I'm grateful for these things that I've received. And then you can continue to be open to receiving more. But if you feel like you're coming from a place of lack all the time, then that is kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like you will never have enough if you don't think that what you have is enough. You know, you can always accept what you have and be grateful for that and strive for more. But if you are in a place of lack, you're not even able to like take an inventory of what you have and what you have to be grateful for, then anything else that you strive for will just be like placed into a black hole. Basically, you're not like building on a foundation. You're just like sucking everything in to avoid. (laughs) Okay, number five, talk it out with a therapist. There's nothing wrong with talking to a therapist to sort out feelings of jealousy and to better understand where they come from. Yeah, like I think that the issue with jealousy is that it closes in on you. It makes you rigid in how you see the world, how you see other people, how you see yourself. And it can be really difficult to detach from that. So again, for like gratitude and mindfulness, literally like taking a few deep breaths when you feel yourself overwhelmed with jealousy and envy. Also just like putting your phone down, not being on social media all the time. When you take intentional time off social media, and I've talked about this before in other like digital distancing episodes and stuff because I'm very much online like I make content and like talk shit whatever um but I'm also I try to be intentional with time off social media so um you know not just opening my phone and scrolling in the morning not doom scrolling before bed trying to limit the amount of time I spend on it during weekdays in the daytime just because when you are not like constantly online and the internet isn't just like considered a natural extension of the real world, you realize that when you're just like walking on the street, you're not, you don't have to be confronted with like curated images of everyone's best life. You know, it's just like ordinary people walking down the street and living their life. Not like when you're swiping on social media and it's just like everyone's highlight reel or like unhinged reel. There's a time and place for both of these things, but being able to differentiate between the two is really helpful because you might be following people who trigger feelings of jealousy within you on social media. You can literally just unfollow them. You know, like I feel like one of the reasons why I don't follow a lot of people that I don't know personally is because I don't want to have feelings of envy and jealousy triggered 
in ways that aren't productive to me, you know, like I can still be aware of what celebrities or like people that are doing better than me are doing without like putting myself in a situation where I might be triggered at any given moment, you know, like I think that, and even if it's like other people that, you know, you can mute them if you feel like, you know, it's like, um, a faux pas to like just unfollow them or whatever. But especially for people that you don't personally know who you don't like have a personal relationship with normalize just unfollowing things that make you uncomfortable when you're online. Like it's not, you don't have to like grit your teeth through those feelings if you don't have to, you know, because if your phone wasn't there, like you just wouldn't even know. So digital distancing, very important. I think when we understand how jealousy and envy can manifest in these modern and contemporary times, you know, because I have had people in the past, like tell me that, oh, like the way that I post on social media makes them uncomfortable for whatever reason. And I'm like, you can just unfollow me because unfortunately, like I'm just going to do what I'm going to (laughs) do online. That's like my space to be me and express me. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then I encourage you to unfollow me. Like, I'm not going to take it personally if you don't like what I post, whether you know me or not, you know, like that's the whole point of being able to enjoy social media is the choice that you have in curating your experience. And sometimes we feel like, oh, we have to be in tune or up to date with all of these like news things. And this is a separate topic, but I feel like, especially when it comes to political issues and social issues, reading history books and like political books about history is going to inform you a lot more than just reading the news, you know, because everything that the news reports on is the result or the symptom of a political history or like a history that you might not be that informed about. So, I mean, like recently with like Israel-Palestine, genocide I've read even just like a small part of books that talk about this issue and it's been the same ongoing issue for many many years okay and what's happening now is a symptom and a result of it and I think like exposing yourself to constant updates about things only makes you less effective in your ability to really figure out how you can like positively contribute to the world around you even if you're not able to positively contribute to the ending of genocide you know like it's a difficult kind of thing to wrap your head around as an individual and that's okay but that was a side note and a little tangent my apologies so let's get back on track when to get professional help for feelings of jealousy if you feel like your jealousy is holding you back from daily demands or causing issues in your relationships slash professional life it might be time to find a therapist once you find a therapist The two of you will create a treatment plan depending on the type of jealousy issues you're facing, marital or family therapy may also be recommended. It's crucial to go in with an open mind and a general goal to address the underlying reason for your jealousy. That's a really great point because when I first started going to therapy in like 2020, um, I went in with things that I wanted to work on. And one of those things was being able to do what I wanted or feeling like I could take ownership of who I am without worrying about what other people think. Like I went in and told my therapist that that's something I wanted to work on. And I think, you know, I've made strides in my ability to manage that. And I think that if you feel like you deal with a lot of feelings of resentment, that's something that you should flag with your therapist if you are going to 
go to therapy for it. Don't feel shame around how you feel. Like this is a human thing. You're not alone in how you feel, but you alone are kind of responsible for how you move forward once you have awareness. So don't feel like you can't bring that up with a therapist if you feel like it's an undercurrent in your life. So um, I'm not going to talk about treatment options, but I will link the article. So let's look at um, some other definitions just for reference. So what is jealousy? Jealousy is a feeling of resentment, bitterness, or hostility towards someone who has something that you don't. This could be general success, an achievement, a trait, a social advantage, a material possession, or a relationship, among other things. What matters is that the other person has the thing you wanted, and this makes you resentful of them. So sometimes it's also like they have something that you don't think they deserve. I think that's also part of jealousy. Like, oh, like, why does that person have that relationship or that job? Like, they don't deserve it. And you feel like maybe you deserve it more than they do. Um, And then what is envy? Envy is a negative type of desire centered on someone who has something that you do not. Envy can be a verb meaning to feel this way towards someone. Both the noun and the verb imply that you want to be in the other person's position to have what they have. Like jealousy, envy can be centered on any number of things, tangible or intangible. Envy can be described as a mix of admiration and discontent, but it's not necessarily malicious. It can be used as part of a compliment, as in you've worked so hard to achieve your success, I really envy you. The adjective form is envious, and you could also call someone's advantage or trait enviable. Okay, so... Both jealousy and envy can involve tangible things like a possession and intangible ones like a certain status, position, skill, trait, or relationship. Although jealousy and envy are sometimes used interchangeably, a distinction is often made regarding the amount of negativity. Simply feeling upset that you don't have what someone else does and wishing you were in their position is usually considered envy. In contrast, feelings of inner resentment and outward hostility that sometimes results from such feelings are both to are both thought to stem from jealousy. However, it can be said that envy can turn into jealousy and at the point at which it does, it may not be so obvious. One distinction that is sometimes made is that jealousy centers in its negative focus on the person who has a thing that you don't, while envy is more centered on the desire for the thing. Of course, however, jealousy can be both about the person and the thing, and the main difference is usually considered to involve how negative the feeling is. A practical difference between jealousy and envy is that jealousy is always a noun, while envy can be a noun or a verb. And a final difference is that jealousy and the adjective form jealous are used more specifically in the context of a relation of a romantic relationship, in a way that envy and envious are not. Right. So other things I would consider if I was dealing with envy or jealousy would be, of course, my favorite, the thought dump. Writing out your thoughts and feelings in a notebook, in your notes app. I do think that pen to paper is much more effective. Your writing doesn't have to be legible. Your thoughts don't have to be coherent. But just like stream of consciousness thought dump, the more unhinged, the better. Anything that you want to like judge yourself for writing, usually that means that you need to write it down. So because, yeah, it's just crazy. Like when you are getting to like a really jealous point and especially when people start to act on their jealousy and trying to like remove advantages or like limit opportunities for other people because they're afraid that someone's going to do better than them or whatever, like you really do it to yourself. Like you will be the person to 
reap what you sow and if the other person is smart enough to not care about what you think they will just continue to live their life you know everybody everybody's karma is their personality that's something that I've just observed as I've gotten older when you're younger you haven't been alive long enough and the people that you're probably envious of if it's your peers they haven't been alive long enough to really reap what they sow yet but eventually everything comes back around and if you focus on being hot and having fun rather than being envious or jealous you can watch other people's karma be their personality from a distance and not be caught up in their storm right and I think that it's really difficult if you come from like a marginalized point of view or like experience and like for me when I was growing up around privileged white people there was maybe elements of envy sometimes I think I'm also like I've always been very aware of how privileged and lucky I am in spite of other people around me having more privilege but I think that what those feelings of envy prompted in me was a recognition of like how my uniqueness would allow or how like the difference in our experience and context just gave me opportunities to explore different things to those people and it's not like good or bad it's just different you know and I think that's also something to recognize when you're jealous of someone is it's not that they're doing something that's like being taken away from you it's that they're doing something that you could also do if you took ownership of where you're at you know if you are aware of where you are then you can take actionable steps towards where you want to go but when you insist that you're there against your will or that all these other people are to blame for your unhappiness you become paralyzed in your ability to take action you know and maybe it is other people's fault maybe it is like out of your control but as soon as you decide that you're going to take responsibility and accountability for your own life and the direction that it goes it's actually so freeing you know you think that it's easier this is the thing that jealousy and envy will do to you it's like oh unless these people change I can't take ownership but it's like okay if I just stop giving a fuck about what other people are doing and comparing myself now I can actually focus on how I can be happy and how I can grow that part of me, that experience, so that other people's happiness is not considered a threat. Because like at the bottom, when you start out, that's where the competition is. That's how, you know, you really feel like you're fighting for your life sometimes. But you realize as you have more experience that people who are like really successful and also happy, they don't see life as a competition. They see opportunities for collaboration. Like the, the most fulfilling experiences that I've had especially since I've come back to Shanghai and just been able to have more diverse work experiences, uh, experiences where we feel like we're on the same team and we're looking out for each other and we're mutually supporting each other. And when I've had people who consider me as like a competition um, or think that I'm like taking something away from them or people who get envious and competitive, it's like, they're not pleasant to be around and there is no opportunity for us to collaborate if they see me as a threat but like the people that are enjoyable to work with are the people that are thinking like okay how can we like pull our resources together our skills together how are we complementary how can we strengthen each other how can we you know expand this project expand like our experience so that 
we can have a good time so that we can be hot and have fun so that we can make money together so that we can create something that's different or new or exciting or that we're proud to work on. And I think about like when I first started DJing, it was like the Hunger Games sometimes, like the way that especially white guys would get so jealous and territorial over gigs against me and like say shit about like, oh, like it's so easy for you because you're a girl. But then also at the same time, I'm experiencing people like not thinking or believing that I'm capable of DJing because I'm a woman and because I'm Asian. It's just like funny because a few years ago I bumped into people like that when I was like stuck in Australia and they still had like such a similar mindset or I could tell that they'd made some progress but it was still very much rooted in this idea that there's only so much to go around for them and they're still stuck in the mindset and at the level that they were like six years ago whereas I feel like I've had so many like really affirming and validating and expansive experiences with DJing since I first started playing because I've always believed in like, okay, how can I contribute something interesting? How can I like work with people that are that like want to create something new for both of us and not just kind of like pass one ball around, you know, like how can we increase the size of the court, you know, how can we add to the number of balls that are being thrown around? (laughs) so yeah that's that on that and then also like when you're on the receiving end of other people's jealousy it can be really frustrating because that might manifest in them like spreading rumors about you or like talking shit about you trying to get in the way of your bag all things that I've experienced and I think that for me the best approach is to just keep living your life. You know, like you might feel annoyed because you want to like defend your position or you might want to like do like preemptive damage control. But, you know, everyone's karma is their personality at the end of the day. Like you don't see it yet when you're like in the thick of it. But if you just like pull back from someone else trying to drag you down into their nonsense and their own life dissatisfaction and you focus on yourself and you focus on the people and the experiences and the relationships that you have that aren't doing that to you, eventually that other person will either give up, burn out or find some other target, you know, like maybe they'll also change their point of view and It'll circle back to them realizing that working with you is better than working against you. But you you ultimately have no control over that. The best thing that you can do is to just keep it moving. Because if you look at like the spiral of emotions from like downward to upward, jealousy is in the downward area. So you don't need to be lowering your vibration for other people. You stay on yours, stay on your own path and allow it to clear the way allow like your commitment to yourself and your own authenticity and like what you want for yourself and what you can contribute to speak for itself you know you can't please everyone you can't get everyone on your side unfortunately but also like it's a reminder that you're doing something right you know if people didn't want what you have then maybe what you have is not of that much value so (laughs) I was literally talking to my friend the other day he's like going through a hard time at the moment I was like okay whose house do I need to put a curse on and he's like everybody that I hate and I was like well look having haters is normal because it's an indicator that you have what people want so what you want what you have is already of value you can use that to 
as a prompt to reflect and practice gratitude for what you have and how far you've come. And it also shows that you've made progress, you know, especially when it's people that you know, people that you might have started with suddenly turning into your hater. First, they're your supporter and now they're your hater. That means you've made progress. And in their mind, it means you've made progress beyond where they think they're at. Even if to you, you're like, okay, we're in totally different lanes. We're doing different things. Why are you jealous of me? You know, I know that you work hard and you deserve everything that you have. I know that I work hard and I've, I deserve what I have. Why are you making a comparison? It's because in their mind, in their subjective reality, they think that you've gone further than them. And that's not your problem. That's a them problem. And, you know, they'll either deal with it and confront with it or they won't. If you just keep focusing on yourself, like you'll outgrow them and that nonsense and there'll be some other person that's jealous of you. (laughs) So just keep moving, okay? The people that recognize and that believe in like win-win and mutually supportive and collaborative relationships and being able to just like stay in your own lane but cheer other people on in theirs like they will come to you that will be so much more obvious to you when you take ownership of that being how you want to live and then everybody else can just die mad about it you know like jealousy is a disease bitch I hope you find a cure The cure is practicing gratitude and thinking about what you can contribute and not just what you can get from others. And not every transaction is going to be tit for tat. Like I give you something, you give me something. Sometimes you are going to be in a receiving position more than a contribution position. And other times you're going to be contributing more than you're receiving. And it's just like, to me, putting out the right energy into the world and you will be rewarded, you know, and it's not a perfect process. It's not a resistance-free or challenge-free process. But again, those are the things that remind you that you're making progress at least, okay, that the process is in motion. If you are just like living this easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy life, you don't know if you're moving forward or if you're just going around in circles. So different sorts of challenges indicate to you that you're making progress. You know, like the stakes get higher, the responsibility is greater, unfortunately, as you move forward in life, if you're like actually building something. And being brave and courageous in the face of those things is the best that we can do. It's not the absence of fear, it's your ability to overcome it, your determination to move through it. And that's tough, you know, like me, even just thinking about challenges in the future, I want to cry, but (laughs) one step at a time, you know, like I'm on the same, I'm experiencing this shit too. So I'm just trying to put words to the experience and hoping that maybe it can organize or like clarify some things as you go on your journey too. But yeah, it's crazy. Like now I feel like I've had experience of people who I was like so confused about at first like why are you hating from outside the club like I don't even know you (laughs) I don't even think about you and my relationship the way that you are and yeah like if other people would say like it's because they're jealous it's because of this or that I would be so confused and then you just see the way that everything comes around, you know, like now I've seen things like that come around and it just doesn't phase me as much. Like I don't feel the need to engage. I don't feel the need to defend. I'm just like, 
get on my level, come and be hot and have fun with me or go figure out your own way to be hot and have fun. Um, I just don't have the energy to like control or manage other people's feelings, you know? And the funny thing is, is like when you are the person that's jealous, as you get older, everybody else can see it. You know, like you think that you're like able to spin some narrative so that you can like smear the person that you're jealous of and make it harder for them to whatever, whatever. everyone can see it. Because again, the people that really are doing well and enjoying their life, they are looking for collaborators. They're not looking for competition. Okay. Like you even think about like huge companies the ones that are the most powerful are the ones that work with other big companies, even if it is technically their competitor, being open to that, being open to learning, being open to someone else's resources that you don't have and sharing your resources with someone who doesn't have them. You know, that's going to make you stronger instead of insisting that you gatekeep um, and that you force everyone else to live in scarcity. Like you're going to be alone if you think that, that's how you can manage success. Like, yeah, maybe temporarily you'll be doing better than other people, but you're not going to have anyone to celebrate with. And if you've like fucked over a bunch of people in that process, nobody else is going to want to celebrate with you either. They're going to be collaborating over there, having fun together. You're going to be bitter and alone with your riches that no one else cares about. So that's something to keep in mind when you're being jealous, because if you're spoken about with other people, the people that are doing well and that recognize the power of collaboration and managing feelings of jealousy and emotional regulation, they're just going to dismiss you as being jealous. Even if you're not jealous, that's how everybody else interprets it. They're just going to say, oh, they're just jealous. Keep it moving. You know, no one's going to feel sorry for you. No one is going to like come and help you in a meaningful way because it's like a narrative that's in your head that only you can become aware of and try to manage and unpack and thought dump into a journal and process pick yourself up honey it's gonna be okay other people are not a threat they are just reflections and sort of like triggers and opportunities for you to better understand yourself You know, you feel envious or jealous of someone else. That's an indication of something that you could work on. That's an indication of something that exists that you could work towards or possibilities that you maybe weren't previously aware of and focus on yourself. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone's doing well. Anticipate a one to two week break for friend crush while I get my life together I have like all this weird guilt about taking time off because even when I like try to take time off I'm still dealing with and thinking about work I haven't really figured out how to manage that yet but you know the end of the year is coming holiday season etc even if it's not really holiday season in China during Christmas it's going to be holiday season for Chinese New Year um yeah one thing at a time here's hoping (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Merch is coming soon. When I schedule this episode, I'm going to start working on merch again. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, yeah, stay hot and having fun. Tell your friends and family that you love them. Drink lots of water. Go be a better person. I'll speak to you soon. Love you. Bye.